Hi there, it's Rika. Welcome back to episode 11 of the EMDEQ Power Podcast. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I am so excited and grateful to be here today and really looking forward to this episode. I appreciate your wonderful feedback regarding my previous episode with Peter Schwartz and really glad that many of you found Peter so impactful with his valuable insights to neuro-linguistic programming. I look forward to bringing you more NLP in later episodes. I decided to call this episode, Shift Happens, Transform 360 Degrees to a Better You. Because yes, in life, shift happens. The COVID-19 pandemic is a true depiction of this. Our lives shifted. There has been a major disruption in routines and schedules. And along with that came the inevitable shift in mindsets. Our biggest pandemic is not just COVID, but mental health. Often we are on track with life, but as things change and shift happens, it suddenly becomes more tricky and challenging to stay on track, to find the strength to keep going and stay focused on our goals. We get derailed, we lose sleep, we comfort eat, and especially during the pandemic, it has been so easy to fall prey to unhealthy eating habits, neglect our diet and exercise routines, and pack on the pandemic pounds. But what if we give these negative mental states a positive spin? tweaking our perspectives and after a difficult time bounce back even more resilient than ever before we can shift our minds for the better we can make a 360 degree turn and get to our best versions it is possible and my next special guest fadine mia is a true and inspiring example of this having gone through a challenging time he will share his comfort eating experience how he moved from 84 kgs to 108 kgs and then mindfully made a decision to make a 360 degree turn to get to a better, healthier, superman version of himself in a much happier space. Absolutely amazing. Fadeen Mia, by occupation, is a senior project manager, a film and media producer, director and actor who is currently making content that is proudly South African. Fadeen is also a business owner, entrepreneur, and an ontological coach with a passion to give back and help others live their best lives possible. Fadeen and I share the same belief that what you eat impacts the way you feel and how we need to nourish our mind to flourish. His drive to help people change their lives also resonated with me, and I am so grateful to have him on EMDEQ Power to share his experience and empower you to rise after a challenging time. Make that 360 degree turn and get back on track. Let's welcome Fadeen Mia. So Fadine, tell us about your journey and your experience with comfort eating. After going through a challenging time, you went from 84 kgs to 108 kgs. What was the catalyst to change your mindset and completely transform to get back on track? So my journey with comfort eating, I think happened with me not even realizing what was going on. I think that's always something important to mention. And, um, yeah, I mean, moving from 84 kgs to 108, it's something that you don't just wake up and realize 
oh wow, I'm I'm now weighing this. It it happens so gradually, and it's usually the external people who don't see you very often who will usually turn around and say, hey, you know what, you, you you're picking up a bit of weight there. But the thing is that being somebody who used to be 84 kgs, had a six pack fit, loved going to the gym, and you know, within a couple of months, not realizing that you kind of stop that process, stop working on your body, um, it then becomes, which is everything, it becomes a habit. If you start training or you want to eat healthy or you want to do something in life, it's always going to take some time. You have to be consistent on it and then it becomes a habit. You know, the 21 day to break a habit, 66 days for it to become a habit. And when you go over the 66 days of just eating not well and eating for comfort, it becomes a habit. So whenever you're feeling down, whenever you're feeling a little bit like life is, is getting the best of you, you kind of turn to food. And it is, it, it, it does what it does to the body because it activates the, the good, the feel good hormones within, within the brain. And the crazy part though, is that like, it, it's, it's a very quick fix. It lasts not very long and then you're out searching for the next thing. And through that comes an array of, of, you know, repercussions of just not getting the right nutrients, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, obviously catalyst was just not going through a good time. Um, being able to just sit at home, not, you know, go out towards the world and make sure the world didn't see what was going on. And then just kind of, yeah, just falling into to a, a, a basis where like my clothes was not fitting anymore and and then hopping onto the scale, seeing that and going, whoa, what just happened? But the change, obviously, you know, I think most of the time change comes in when people go, okay, fine, I need to make a, a change now. Perhaps it's not good for my health. I'm not looking good, etc. But I think for me, it didn't go to a space where I was like, I got to drop 108 kgs. It went to a space where my mind was not good. I knew I wasn't in a good space. I knew that I couldn't live like this anymore. And losing the weight then became a byproduct of the focus of being able to want to get your mindset and your, your, your mental health on the right track. And the best advice I can give to people whereby three years ago, I would tell them, uh, uh-uh, get into the gym, push hard, push against space and time. Now I'll be like, get your mental health right. Feel good again with with life, fall in love with life again. And I swear to you, the weight will fall off. In the midst of your busy schedule as an actor, producer, director, senior project manager, when did you first make the association that what you eat impacts the way you feel? And how did you incorporate diet changes into your hectic lifestyle? Um, yeah, being an actor, producer, sitting on, on set, being needing to be on set at five o'clock in the morning has always come with its challenges. And then you end up getting caught up into set food. So you're eating sort of what's on set and you're just kind of, you know, putting something in during those, those periods. I've had a lot of days where I used to do that. Um, but yeah, I think the change on the eating habit and, and I would say more the focus on what we eat. And don't get me wrong, I have my days where it's just too busy, you didn't prep before, and then you get up and you go through this busy day and you're not eating properly. But I think a critical part for me that I've realized is what you eat is really how it's, how you're going to feel. It's how you look. And 
when when that happens, so so two two parts to it. One is prep before you go out. It's very very critical. Um, it's going to change the entire day when you know what you need to eat, etc. I've actually bought a cool little uh, like food bag which has metal compartments for for the food that I eat, and uh, it's important to to prep before. It also stops you from having to grab that that savory or or that piece of bread that you're not supposed to be eating wherever you go. Um, but then I also realize that the times when I don't prep and if I go out, it's also important then to notice what you eat. Um, I, I need to say this with with a lot of respect and and don't don't take it in in the negative way. But there's times actually where I wouldn't even eat if it's something bad. I would rather hold on for something better uh, instead of putting in for example something savory or something sweet nut fruit i'm talking about maybe like a chocolate or something i'd rather not do that and then kind of hold off because to me and it's just my personal experience i feel those those things even though they might give you the the shoot that you need at that moment it kind of has the after effects on on how you feel so the association really to this understanding towards food came through like I said, my getting my mental health in order and then realizing that food does change your mood. It does affect your emotions. And through this process, I've realized it's very important in what you eat. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have my, my cheat meals. I, I'll have Burger King when I need to. I'll, I'll do what I have to. It's important to just reset. But how often you do that, that's the difference. And uh, I mean, try having you know junk food, try having takeaways. I promise you, you're going to feel tired. You're going to feel sluggish. It's just how it works. So definitely uh, what I feed my body is the type of day I'm going to have. It's the type of mindset I'm going to have. And um, as a very big association to that. So I want to feel good. I want to feel great. I want my mind and, and my gut to work the way it should. My, my heart to move everything in my cells, every single microbe within my body to operate the way it should. And it's what you feed it. So Fadeen, if somebody is on the brink of transforming, what questions should they ask themselves to push forward? And what is your message to motivate those who procrastinate and say to themselves, I'll start eating healthily tomorrow or I'll start gymming from Monday? If I were to give anybody motivation, one of the biggest flaws that we have is the tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And what, is, what has helped me is I, I did it for many years of my life where I said, don't worry, I'll, I'll start on Monday or even better, you know, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow is the best day for it. Today, I'm just going to, I'm going to let it all go and I'm going to eat as badly as I can today. And I'm going to just sit and do nothing. And tomorrow I'll start and take it from somebody who, who has been impacted by that, that tomorrow became, you know, a week and a week became a month and a month became a year. And then it became three years. And when I looked again, I was like, whoa, tomorrow just never came. The truth is that your body is built this way. Your mind is built this way. We get addicted to what we do. So the body will tell ourselves, the mind does this. It tells us that tomorrow is better because it doesn't want to do something different today. So what's my tip for that is, is one, first of all, I'm not saying go hard at it. I'm saying straight away, that's it, salad, um, no more takeaways, no more nothing. Don't do that because Anything that you go to the extreme, your body is going to reject it so much that you're going to completely lapse onto the other. It takes a very, very strong-minded person, and that is very possible to learn, but that comes with a lot of discipline. So for us, what you should do is, all right, I'm going to start tomorrow, but what can I do today that's just a little bit different? It just makes tomorrow a little bit less new. 
I may put it that way. So if I'm going to eat healthy tomorrow, cool. So tonight I'm saying I'm going to have the pizza, but instead of having the three slices, I'm just going to have one. Or even better, if I'm going to start training tomorrow, then, you know, this evening, let me do a walk or let me at least pack my gym bag or let me at least take my shoes out or, or let me at least do something that's going to then already mindset me into the process of tomorrow and what needs to take place. So procrastination is very real. It really is. And um, I think it's it's something that it's 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 norm for us because it's not a habit when we're trying to do something new. Remember 21 days to break a habit, 66 days to to implant one, to make it a habit. So when you're trying to break one, you're going to have 21 days of complete and utter pushback from yourself, from your, your spirit, from your body. And that's, that's your most challenging 21 days that you've got to push through. And that is why I'm saying tomorrow or I'll start on Monday doesn't work because even Monday, it's going to be tough and Tuesday, it's going to be tough and Wednesday. But I promise you next Wednesday, it'll be a little easier and the Wednesday after that. And before long, you kind of go, wow, I couldn't do without this. So start today, start now, make some changes. And I promise you, you'll thank yourself in three months time. What advice would you give to someone going through a challenging time right now? And what tools do you use to make you feel like a superman again? First things first is identify that it is a challenging time. Make sure that you realize that this is tough. It is happening. I'm accepting that it's happening. I'm accepting now that Ifadin is, is 108 kilograms overweight. I'm accepting that I'm, I have a problem here. And I am struggling with my weight and I'm struggling with my eating, except that for starters. Because the first tool to being able to fix anything to, is to identify that you have one. So you can't fix if you don't know that there's something that needs fixing. And I mean, the tools, the tools array from a, a numerous amount of, amount of things. Um, but for me, one of my biggest things that I realize is starting your morning off the right way. And if you don't have a good start to your morning, you, you, you know this, just think back, think back to yesterday or day before. For those of you that don't have morning rituals or morning routines, your day is in, in chaos because you kind of have it scheduled, but you're in the rush, you're in the, the rat race from, from the morning. And it's important to, to start off well. So by that meaning, get up in the morning, don't touch your phone. Just leave it for the first hour. You don't need that right now. Focus an hour on yourself. Do some, some movement, some exercise in the morning. It's so important to get the body flowing. It creates energy. It, it releases stress. It's the best, um, it's the best stress reliever. It's your best antidepressant that you can have is exercise. So when you move and you exercise and you do something, it's going to help you, your mind calm down. And then there's, I mean, meditation. I know it's, it's this fancy tool that everybody in this hip thing to be doing, but it really does work. It's been, done thousands of years ago before even religion was introduced. So somebody had to have known what they were doing. Being able to center yourself, just being by yourself, switch off the thoughts. In the beginning, it's difficult, but I promise you when you get into it, it's an incredible tool and what it does for the body is really great. And I think what's really awesome for me is I, some of my best ideas and some of my best solutions come up when I'm meditating. Because when you switch off the world and you switch off the noise and you switch off the trouble and the problems, I promise you, you then just something comes, you, you, you tap into source and source gives you the answer. And you're thinking, how do I pay this bill? Or how do I sort this out? And suddenly the idea comes and, and then you go, ah, now I know. So, um, 
also there's, 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 I mean, your, your journaling, I've always loved to talk about journaling. And I think the problem with us is as a human species, as beings is that we don't, we're not able to express ourselves all the time. We can't fully say what's in our heart or mind because it could be offensive or it could be wrong or it just could make us look like idiots. So what's nice about journaling is you get to write this thing down and don't just say it, write it because then you actually take the time to, to physically put the words on paper and that allows you to let it go, to express it, good or bad, both, it all works. So so try to get yourself a book. No one needs to see it. You lock that thing up and go down, write your thoughts in the morning, get some meditation going, get some exercise, um, you know, um, some reading. Ah, my word, reading is incredible. You know, switch the TV off at times. Just just read. Read some self-help books. They'll tell you. Read some some books about what you're going through. They read books about autobiographies about people. They've been through what you've been through. And I promise you, they've been there. They know how to solve it and they'll be able to pick it up. And then most importantly, to close, I mean, with the array of, of tools, there's so many, I can go the whole night. But I mean, just remember that it's there for a reason. You're going through a challenging time for a reason. It's there because you need it. It's there to grow you. It's going to help you. So embrace it, almost embrace it and take on the challenge. And God would not give you something that you can't manage. So you got this, trust me. Fadine, what are you grateful for now that you may have not realized years back? What a beautiful question. What am I grateful for now that I may not have realized years back? And it's everything, everything. Like, wow, gratitude reciprocates abundance. When you are in a state of gratitude, you cannot be in a state of resentment. It's not possible. So what I'm grateful for, what I'm grateful for now is being grateful. I'm literally grateful for understanding the power of saying thank you, for being thankful for everything that I have. And we don't do enough of it at all. We tend to take for granted what we've achieved, what we have, what we're doing with our life now. And we just look forward. We're living in anxiety, which is the future. And we're looking at what we should be getting and obviously living in, in depression if we live in the past. But when you look at your current present moment and say, just sitting here, I'm so thankful for being able to be part of this amazing podcast and the show. I'm so grateful for having the tools and the technology that I have to be able to, to communicate with Rika on such an incredible platform, you know, across, across countries and continents. I'm just thankful for this book that I have sitting here next to me. Uh, which I'm currently reading and, um, you know, just, it's called the pursuit, the language pursuit of happiness, uh, it's just taught me so much. I'm so grateful for my, for my family and, and my parents and the support I get. I'm just so thankful. Um, thankful for being healthy in this period and, and being able to have an income and, and do the things that I do. I'm just so thankful. And when, when you do a gratitude list, which you should definitely try, just, just try to sit. And just try to be thankful. Anything doesn't matter. Thankful for your five fingers. Thankful for the view. Thankful for the for the day. What it does is saying the words "thank you" has been it's been programmed within your mind that when I say "thank you, thank you, thank you," it actually does something to my cells. It actually releases the stress. It relaxes the body. It's that powerful. And all you need to do is just say "thank you." Just physically think about it. Mentally think about what you are thankful for in your life, and just say "thank you." And if you're going through a challenging time, have you ever thought about maybe sitting back and going, I just want to be grateful for this challenge that I got on, that I'm being taken on, because 
Thank you for this, as it is teaching me something. It's teaching me to be better than I was two minutes ago when this happened. Uh, when you have an argument with your spouse or, you, or you're going through a tough time at work, just kind of look through and say, thank you. Thank you for being able to manage this. Thank you for being able to, to address it with my partner. Thank you for, even if you feel you're right, <laughs> you know, uh, as guys, we obviously never write in the relationship, but even if you're feeling right and, and you know, just say th- thank you for me identifying that I'm right. Perhaps instead of, you know, putting so much focus on, on what's going on. And, um, so yeah, years ago, I never did this. I never, I never sold gratitude for what I have. And, and it really affected me because that is why I was always chasing. I never understood how beautiful life was. I always focused on the bad times and that took most of my energy and very much enjoyed the good times to a very small degree. And now it's very much spun around. I look at all the positive. I'm here. I'm enjoying life. And sure. Another thing, if you want to do a morning ritual, this is also a very important one. Do 10 things that you're grateful for every morning. After you meditate, just come and write it down. Write down in that journal of yours 10 things that you're grateful for. I promise you, call me in 30 days. You will thank me for it. What song would you choose as the soundtrack to your life? So, Rika, got to admit I'm loving the questions. Uh, what song would you choose as a soundtrack to your life? Um, so, first of all, there's, I love music. I love soundtracks. I make film and it just makes a film, you know, it, it'll change your complete mindset and uh, a scene. Um, the answer that I'll give to this is it depends on where I am in my life and what I'm doing. It can change from minute to minute to, to weeks to days. It just depends how I'm feeling. And it really does take me to, to another, another state. But if I had to choose right now and what I'm going through in my life, um, give yourself, just jump onto YouTube, check out, it's called We Have To Go. It's the Transformers, the last night track from Transformers. Uh, it gives me goosebumps and I'm, I got it here. I'm going to play a little bit of it uh, while I'm chatting to you guys. I hope you can hear it. But it's just like, it's, it's goosebumps, man, goosebumps. Makes me feel like like I'm just coming out of this this place of me against like 200 and it's me alone and I'm I'm like I'm brave enough to take them on and that's that's like what it gives to me so something else choose a soundtrack trust me music makes you feel incredible it also does incredible things for your cells and your microbes and your microbiomes uh music is incredible the right stuff also and uh yeah sure soundtrack to your life that's that's what it's all about what is your favorite positive affirmation? Affirmations for me is, is so beautiful, positive ones that is, because it really does bring it into, into existence. Now, something with affirmations is don't forget that when you're speaking positively, sp- say the most powerful words you can use is called I am. When you say I am and you follow it up with something, it is going to become. So if you say I am love and I am beautiful, I am sexy, I am wealthy, I am successful, I am uh, you know, powerful. All of these things will ingrain again within your souls. They listen to you. It, it holds on to you. That's what it's all about. You've asked my favorite positive affirmation. I mean, I think they're all beautiful, but I'm free. It's just something that resonates with me. Being free, it's important. Loving the life that I want and being out here. And um, when I know that I'm free and I know I am free, it's just, it's my essence. And it just makes me know that I'm on the right path and I'm doing what I want to, not because I have to. 
What is your final message to listeners to help them get to the Superman or Wonder Woman optimal version of themselves? So in closing to all the listeners out there and everybody that's that's interested, how do you get to Superman status? How do you get to Wonder Woman status? How do you get to superhero status? And first things first is believe in yourself that you already are. Believe that you already are. You have been created to be Superman. You have been created to be Superwoman. It's all within us. Nobody is better than others. Everybody has 24 hours. The same 24 hours that I have, you have, and vice versa. The same 24 hours that I have, Elon Musk has. And know within yourself, always believe. That's where it starts. You have to believe that you can do this. You have to. You you got to go within and know that that what you want is already there. It exists. God has already given it to you. The universe has already given it to you. It's already there. It's now up to you. As God says, it's, it's up to you to make the step. He's given you everything. So if you believe that you are the next Bill Gates, if you believe that you are the next Brad Pitt, if you believe that you are the next great, um, you know, inventor, or whatever it is, you start feeling it with inside and know what it is. Start seeing it. Start acting like it. Start doing things around it. And this is part of manifestation. And I mean, can go into that for a whole different session. But part of it is being able to start acting and working according to the type of person that you want to be. And if you want to be Superman, then that's what you need to do. So if you want to be a billionaire, start acting like one. Start speaking like one. Start doing what billionaires do. And yes, maybe you won't be able to pull out the Ferrari right now or the Lamborghini, but hell, go and go to a sports showroom and go look at it. Go sit in the car, feel the car. Uh, if you want to own a, a business, if you want to be a Hollywood actor, and, and I've done this, like I, I want to get an Oscar. That's what I want. So there's times I even take something and I hold my Oscar and I even start giving my, my Oscar speech, literally. Like I do, I'll be like, oh, I thank this person. It's been tough, and but I've gone here and this is what I've done. And, and I'm ingraining it within myself so that it I start living it because that's how our bodies work. Um, and remember, the opposite works as well, because if you don't feel that you're good enough, if you feel that this is what you deserve, if you feel you should be in a bad marriage, or if you feel that you should be treated this way, if you feel that you should just be earning minimum wage, then that's what you're going to do because you don't feel it. So definitely, my message to you is start living it, start feeling it, start doing it, start being it right now. And then automatically the outside world becomes what you feel inside. It's been so amazing having you on the show. How can people reach you? Massive thanks to Rika, to the show, to the podcast, to everybody who, who listened in. I hope even if it's just a little bit, I've, I've helped change something for the better, inspired. And um, let's let's connect. Let's stay in touch. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram. It's Fadeen Mia. I'm the only Fadeen, F-A-D-E-E-N, uh, Mia, M-I-A. And... Uh, only really got back onto the socials in the last couple of weeks, I think. Uh, I've been using the time to really find myself. It's the same for Facebook, by the way, Fadi and Mia. Um, be opening up the YouTube channel very soon. Look out for that. Um, and yeah, we just, let's connect. Let's, let's get to know each other. If you have any other further questions, more than happy to hit me up there. And yeah, just I'm here to inspire, I'm here to share. And uh, also on your side, you know, if there's anything you can, you can share and teach me, I'm a scholar of, of life. 
So please go ahead and, and, and hit me up. But looking forward to connect. Thanks again to everybody. Have an awesome, awesome evening. It's evening here in South Africa. And a big shout out to, to Rika, all the amazing stuff that she's doing. And uh, yeah, we will see each other soon. Thank you so much, Vadin. I am extremely grateful for your time on EMDEQ Power. You have provided such valuable tools to equip listeners on their journey to transform. You have excellent rituals and I love your positive affirmation. Speaking of positive affirmations, Gary Hudson, author of Positive Affirmations, mentions in his book that positive affirmations keep the mind focused with better impulse control. There's also a reduction in negative emotions, better emotional regulation, and an enhanced ability to use strengths and increase self-worth. Research shows that positive thoughts promote self-esteem, and having high self-esteem helps people avoid problems with addictive behaviors, such as emotional eating, smoking, or drinking alcohol. Improving self-esteem is also vital in avoiding negative thoughts and negative energy in relationships. So listeners, we don't have to be happy all the time. But when bad things happen, we know that these dark times are temporary, that this too shall pass. And you can have the skills to focus on the solution instead of on unhealthy mindsets, which can become programmed patterns in your brain. Choose affirmations that will help you achieve a healthier life, mentally and physically, and increase your well-being. Don't just visualize them, but write them down. Don't just say them, believe them. Don't just imagine them, feel them, and you will wire your brain to make things happen faster and feel great. Set your intention and take inspired action. I love the proverb, just when the caterpillar thought its world was over, it became a butterfly. Thank you for tuning in to EMDEQ Power. Do subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone it would help or resonate with. I always love to hear from you. You can reach me on my website, www.rika.thenumber4wellness.com or email info at rika.forwellness.com. My book, The Empowered Mind Diet Equation, is available worldwide on all platforms and the audiobook is available on audible.com. Stay tuned for more episodes to help you eat well, think well, feel well, and rewire your brain. With love and virtual hugs, Rika.